if you are going to become a great athlete in any sport, yes, you have to have skill, but you have to have knowledge. You have to have knowledge. You have to know what it takes to be a great athlete in the sport that you are playing, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, soccer, golf, whatever it is, you have to have an extensive knowledge of the game, of the sport. But extensive knowledge of the sport in itself is not going to be enough to help you become a great athlete. You have to take the knowledge that you have and apply it. See, I think that's where a lot of people go wrong, especially our young athletes. There's definitely lots of things that they know with the uh, social media and things like that that we have. We learn about our sport in all different ways. But you have to apply what you know. You have to apply what you know. As a young athlete, we should have coaches who have knowledge of the sport. All right. We should have coaches who um, are able to help us to grow in our understanding of fundamentals. We should have coaches who help us to grow in understanding the rules. We should have coaches who help us to grow in understanding how the game is played. Like those are things that should be built in. But the reality is not every single athlete is fortunate or blessed enough to have a coach who has extensive knowledge of the game. A lot of times we get coaches who are parents because nobody else wanted to step up and coach. In that situation, there are some parents who definitely have great knowledge and there's a lot of parents who don't. Some athletes are being coached by people who really don't care about how the game is played, but they're just so consumed on winning that they do anything and everything that they can to win, whether it be in a way that is fair or in a way that mm, is not so fair. As coaches, coaches, we need to do a better job of knowing the game. We need to be students of the game. We should be studying other coaches who have had great success. We should be studying new trends in how the game uh, is being played. These are things that coaches should be on top of because really it is a coach's responsibility to take the knowledge that they have and transfer that knowledge to all the athletes who they are leading. That knowledge will help our athletes grow in their understanding, grow in their IQ, and then we're also now able to uh, put them through practices and games so they can apply the knowledge of things that we've talked about. So athletes need to have knowledge, but I really put it a lot on the coaches. It's our responsibility to know things so that way we can transfer that information to our athletes. One of the things as a coach that I've always tried to do was be on top of what's coming up. Like, for example, in the NBA, the NBA has become a three-point driven league with athletes like Stephen Curry, James Harden was a part of that, Clay Thompson. And now you see a lot of these kids wanting to shoot the threes. Well, truth be told, that wasn't the way that the game was always played. You see, a lot of teams relied on big men, post players, centers. When you look at the history of the league, it was thought that to have a good big man or a post player, that was the key to success because they're closer to the basket, which leads to higher percentage shots. So in the 80s uh, and before that, for certain, you saw that taking place. Well, over time, 
that began to change. People's knowledge of the game grew and people figured out, okay, well, yes, that's a high percentage shot, but a three-point shot is worth more than a two-point shot. So if we can make more threes, that will help us to be more successful on offense. Now, I'm not saying that I necessarily agree or disagree with it, but I had to be on top of that trend. And so I began to invest a lot in recruiting athletes who could shoot the ball. And I also wanted our athletes just to be better shooters in general. So as a coach, we have to be on top of it. We have to have knowledge. Athletes, if you're going to be a better athlete, you got to have knowledge. But we can't have knowledge just to have knowledge. We have to apply it uh, to help us to get to that next level in our game. So we're talking about knowledge. Knowledge helps us to grow, but knowledge in and of itself is not helpful if we don't apply that which we know. We have to take the knowledge that we have learned and we have to apply it. This holds true in sports. This definitely holds true in life. Some of us go through all different types of experiences, in which case we can learn from those experiences. We gain knowledge through the experiences that we go through and hopefully leads to wisdom, which then informs us and helps us to make better decisions down the road. I'm going to read from Colossians chapter 1. This is the NET translation. This is Paul uh, writing to the church of Colossae. He says, For this reason, we, from the day we've heard about you, have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you may live worthy of the Lord and please him in all respects bearing fruit in every good deed, growing in the knowledge of God. Growing in the knowledge of God. This prayer is a great prayer, right? Because you have Paul, he was praying that these people would be filled with the knowledge of his will, of spiritual wisdom and understanding. So right off the bat, we can see how knowledge and wisdom and understanding are all intertwined and interconnected. Same thing with our athletes in sports. Like we have to take knowledge. It helps us to gain understanding. It hopefully brings about wisdom. Okay, so we see this taking place just in our life so that we can live a life that is worthy of the Lord. Living a life that's worthy of the Lord there's two things that comes to my mind, A, our conduct, and B, our character. Living a life or walking in a manner that is worthy of the Lord. Our walk is our conduct. How do you carry yourself through this life? If you are a believer, if you're a Christian, others should be able to know that because of the fruit that is being bared in your life. Like the, the way that you live should resemble that of Jesus. If you are a Christian and your life is not resembling how Jesus walks, something is not right. We're not walking in a manner that is worthy of the Lord. So walking in a way worthy of the Lord, is it's with our conduct. How do you carry yourself each and every single day? How are you carrying yourself through this life? But then it's also in our character. Our character should be resembling Christ. And it's something that is a lifelong process that we continue to learn. There should be evidence of patience and kindness and 
love and self-control. These are characteristics that we know that Jesus had. These are the characteristics that we should be growing in ourselves. So walking in a way that's worthy of the Lord is with our conduct and it's with our character also so that we can bear fruit and we can continue to grow in the knowledge of God. This is what I'm going to tell you. Knowledge about God is not the same as knowing God. They are different. A lot of people have knowledge about God, but they don't really know who God is. God desires us to love him and to have a relationship with him. Having knowledge about him doesn't mean that you are going to know him, doesn't mean that you're going to be in relationship. For example, a lot of people know that in the Bible, we have the Old Testament and the New Testament. A lot of people know that Jesus died on the cross. A lot of people know that God loves us so much that he sent his son to die for our sins. This is the knowledge that a lot of people definitely have. But then it stops there. It stops with knowledge and they don't continue to grow. So having a knowledge about God is not the same as knowing God. We can have knowledge that God is full of wisdom, but to apply it, we have to ask God to give us wisdom. See, that's not something that everybody does. We know that God has grace, but we don't interact. We don't uh, enact that grace and receive it in our lives. Having a knowledge about God is not the same as knowing who God is. Knowing God is a personal relationship and it's personal fellowship with God. We are able to have that relationship only because of what Christ did on the cross. He died and he rose again. Through Christ, we are now able to have a relationship with God, our Father, our Creator. But it doesn't just stop there. It's an ongoing relationship. As we enter into that personal fellowship with God, it's a lifelong process. So we continue to stay in the Word, and we continue to pray, we continue to fast, we continue to take on those spiritual disciplines to help us to continue to grow in our knowledge. But as we are growing and gaining more knowledge, we're looking for who God is. We're not just reading the Bible just to read the Bible. We're reading the Bible to build that relationship with God. If you're a married couple and you get married, but you never talk to each other, that marriage may not last. If you get married and you never love each other, that marriage is not going to last. You have to apply what you know. You have to apply what you know. So as you go through this life, understand that it's a relationship with God. You must know who God is. And that's something that we will spend our lifetime doing. As we are going through this time on earth, we are being transformed into the image of Christ. That is in our conduct. That is in our character. We are being transformed to be like him. That's an ongoing, lifelong process. We have to continue to know who God is. So as you read, as you pray, pray that God would continue to reveal himself to you. Maybe it's through his word. Maybe it's through your circumstances. I don't know exactly what it is. Don't just settle for a knowledge about God. 
Seek to know who God is. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you for waking us all up this morning or this uh, day. We just ask simply that you would help us to know you more day by day, moment by moment, as we seek your face. Help us to know who you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.